Good morning, church. I'm a little confused. I got the Lewises on the main floor today. I don't know. Some other people, I don't know. You're mixing it up for me, trying to confuse me. Welcome to church this morning, everyone. It's a beautiful day. I have a few announcements to share with you before we get into worship. Uh, Lillian Faith Circle next meeting is October 4th, which is Tuesday, and they're meeting at the American Legion Hall in Lithopolis to make those famous Buckeyes that if you didn't pre-order, I'm sorry, you're out of luck. <laughs> but they are selling them at Apple Butter Day. They ask you to stop by their booth. They have lots of other things. I know they're right on Wirt Road, um, so stop by and see them and everyone else on Apple Butter Day. Weather is looking to be great on that day, so we're excited about that. Um, Mums, if you ordered mums from the Nimley girls, Camilla and Margareta, they are downstairs in the fellowship hall. So they will meet you down there after service if you ordered mums from them to pick up your mums. Now, I'm told they forgot their list of who ordered what. But you can figure that out when you get down there. Okay? You can figure that out when you get down there. Safe sanctuary. Volunteers are needed in the nursery for October 23rd. And November 27th, those are the only two days that Shelly does not have filled through the end of the year, I'm, I'm thinking. And at this point, she only has three people on the rotation. So if you find yourself that you could step up for one of those Sundays, October 23rd or November 27th, it would be greatly appreciated. Just contact Shelly in the nursery. And I think that's all the announcements I have at this time. Um, I would ask you to quiet your hearts and your minds as we prepare now for worship as we listen to the prelude.
opening prayer. Our Holy Father, it is your great pleasure to have brought all nations and people together under the banner of Jesus Christ. We are your redeemed people, full of praise for the life that you give us. Help us to love each other, be one in spirit, and be the church you have called us to be. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. This morning's prayer concerns you can read in your bulletin. Um, uh, we continued prayers are listed there in your bulletins. We have sympathies for uh, Jen Hurdle's friend, Jean Sweeney. Her mom was tragically killed in a car accident on Tuesday. Please keep the entire Sweeney family in your prayers. Um, and the Baberts, thank you for all the uh, prayers for their family when their nephew, David Drummond, fought a courageous battle against uh, the cancer that he had. And they say, David has gone to his heavenly father and will be missed. He was an amazing young man. Um, we pray for all who are hurting. We pray for all who have needs this day. And um, we pray for all of our military and all of our homebound folks. And um, the altar rail is always open. Um, if you'd like to come during this time of prayer, um, feel free to do so as we um, sing the prayer song and enter into this time of prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray this morning for the whole people of God in Jesus Christ and for all people according to their needs. We pray for every person at this altar who comes now in their time of need and all those surrounding them who are there for them to lift them up. And dear Heavenly Father, thank you for planting the mustard seed of faith in us. Water it with your Holy Spirit and make its roots delve deep into your holy word and sacraments and cause that seed to blossom and come to fruition in your timing. We ask your protection, guidance, and blessing upon our church and upon your church. Make it steadfast in faith, courageous in witness, truthful in teaching and preaching, and gracious in service. Use it to lead many souls to Jesus. We pray for all our homebound and all of our military, active and stateside. We ask you to touch the hearts of every person here today and those watching online. For those who are battling sickness or illness, sorrow and adversity, the abused and neglected, 
and for those suffering the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. We lift them to you in prayer and name them before you now in the silence of our hearts. Grant that the leaders of all nations, especially our own, acknowledge you as their Lord and Master. Let them faithfully and diligently do the work entrusted to them. And most holy Father, receive into your kingdom those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Remind those they have left behind of the sure and certain promise of eternal life. Into your hands, Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And now let us pray the great prayer that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, kingdom power, and the glory forever. Amen. Come to a time in the service now when we can give a little bit back to God. Um, we have an offering plate in the back. You can always drop an offering in. You can send a tithe or an offering to the church here at 512 Main Street, and you can also access our online giving program through our website, and that is the Ezekiel program. Would you stand now for the doxology? God of glory and majesty, help us to see our place in your creation with humility and grace. Help us to receive your grace and love with gratitude and let it flow through our being to everyone we meet. <clears throat> Holy God, may the tithes and offerings we bring to your altar this day not be a testimony to our worthiness, but to our readiness. A readiness to be emptied of pride that we might be instruments of your peace, love, and compassion in our hurting world. We pray in the blessed name of Jesus, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He, as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. 
They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, church. Good morning, all those who are worshiping on the online. That, uh, God bless you all as you join us on online worshiping with us this morning. Uh, before I could start my preaching, I would like to um, introduce a couple that I invited them to come and worship with us today, and they came. They are living in Rupert here. Uh, that is uh, Dave, Dave Brad, and his wife, Diana. Those two people, could you please stand like this? You? Yeah, so. Yeah. Thank you. So this uh, couple really have made a significant role in my life. Um, when I came to Grouport to work in one of the schools here as a custodian, I was working with Dave. He's my boss man, head of custodians. <laughs> We're working together, and that is a beautiful woman. And they told me, Magnus would like you to come and say, group out here. Because I was saying, I uh, want 61 North Columbus. Every morning, I will come here, and that every morning, they have to pull me over. Every morning, they have to pull me over. Dave say, hey, man, come and stay here. I said, well, how am I coming to stay here when I don't have no accommodation here? He said, okay, we'll see what to do. So he and his wife, they did everything humanly possible for me to get a place where I'm living today. In fact, even when they got up that place, they went ahead and paid on my behalf just for me to come and stay there. And they provided a lot of things. But one of the most interesting things, in fact, what really moved me when I got in there they made, fix up an altar for me in my bedroom, altar like this. That, hey, you are a pastor. When you come, this is the altar you have to be praying for us. I say, okay. So I was really, really moved. And that uh, uh, there are good people in my life. I have told my family. So I would like to tell you people all. So I invited them to come, and they have come today. Please, Dave and Dan, I would like you to join us in this church. You are highly welcome. God continue to bless you all. Now this morning, my topic that I wanted or want to talk on is keep on walking. From the lesson that they have read to us, keep on walking as Christians. You see, in that scripture that they read to us, we see that 10 men who were lepers were here. 
He said, God made our bodies and God is able to heal them and keep them healthy at any time. That is his desire for us. When we meet his only we meet his condition by obeying his instructions. If only we meet his condition by obeying his instructions, he's already ready to give us a very good sound body. So in Luke 17, verse 11 to 19, this morning, as we have heard, when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, he entered a village. He was met by ten lepers who began to shout, Jesus, have mercy on us. In some other translations, when you read, it will say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us or have pity on us. It's all the same. Then, what did Jesus do? Jesus, he turned around and said, go and show yourself to the priest. Jesus could have gone over and healed them right there. He could have spoken a word to them and caused that leprosy to suddenly disappear. But he didn't do that. He never went there. You see, but in many of the miracles that Jesus performed, he already laid hands on people. He touched people so that people were healed. But in this case, he didn't do that. For example, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 14, we see what he did here. That Jesus went to Peter's home, and there he saw Peter's mother-in-law sick in bed with a fever. He touched her hand. The fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, people brought to Jesus many who had demons in them. Jesus drove out the evil spirit with a word and healed all who were sick with a word. But in this case, he didn't do that. But he did something very interesting. Say, go show yourself to the priest. That was what he said to these people. When they shouted, when they called him, they said, go. If you are there, what will you do? What will you say about Jesus in this context? You know, leprosy was contagious. And lepers were forbidden to be around people. These are the people, they had to live in a colony, in a separate place. They were not allowed to mingle or to be around people because of this disease. They were completely isolated. That was the status they found themselves. And Jesus said, go and show yourself to the priest. He never laid hands on them. He never said a word for them, for that disease to be disappeared. The lepers, however, started walking towards a priest, which could have been several miles away and taking them most of the day. They don't know where the priests were. Jesus just said, go, show yourself to the priest. But the Bible tells us that here, they were walking. They started walking. And that's why my theme this morning, keep on walking. They were walking towards a priest. 
to find where the priest is. That could have taken there every two or three days or four days. We don't know how many miles they could cover on that particular day. They never asked questions. When Jesus said, go, and then they were walking. And that is why that when God made our bodies, and God is able to heal them and keep them healthy, when we meet his condition by obeying his instructions, he's able, God Almighty, who made us. And even on their way going, there were so many questions that arise, or people were asking these people when they were going. People were asking them, why are you going to the priest? You are not well. Where are you going? But they were in that group, in that community, that they were going together because they have not allowed them to mingle themselves, to be in the group or around people. So they already moved in a group. And then people were asking, where are you going? You are not feeling well, you are sick. But they didn't listen. They keep on walking. Keep on walking. They never listen to their question. The first couple of hours, they look at their skin and they didn't see anything different. If you don't want their walking. They look at them. Jesus told us to go to the priest. But look at our bodies. It's the same, the same. There was no difference. But the lepers just kept on walking. There was no sign of things improving. No changes in their skin. But hour after hour, they kept walking. They never gave up. They were just walking because Jesus told them, go and find yourself, go and show yourself to the priest. The scripture says, as they went, they were healed. This is what the scripture says. When they went, they were healed. Because they obeyed the voice of the Lord. The healing was in the obedience in the going. By the time they got to the priest, they were all perfectly well. Because they obeyed. To obey is better than sacrifice, Christian friends. For all of us in the Lord's vineyard, we need to obey whatever the Lord tells us to do in that still voice, even in a vision, even in a dream. Obey is better than a sacrifice. So these lepers, they obey. Well, some of us here today are feeling like these lepers. You have prayed, you have believed, but you don't see any sign of things improving at all. But you are still praying. And you believe in what you are praying. Calling on Jesus every day, every day you are praying for a topic or for a problem for it to be solved. That God to do divine intervention into this problem that you are facing or challenge that you are, or issues that you are facing. But nothing happened. Keep on walking as the lepers did. Don't give up. Yes, Christopher. 
The scripture says, as they went, they were all perfectly healed. If they had stayed where they were waiting for things to change, they could never have seen the miracle. They could never. They would have said, okay, when I'm well, I will go and see the, 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 the priest. How will I go? I don't know where the priest is. They didn't think of that. But the, the scripture tells us that they continue their journey and they were all here. As you have prayed, you have prayed, you have prayed, you have prayed, you have believed, but you have not seen nothing improving your life. I tell you, you may have situations. You don't see how it can work out in your head, your finances, or your relationship. You are tempted to quit believing. I encourage you to keep on working. Don't give up. You are on the verge of a miracle. Don't give up. Just trust in the Lord. Yes, and for you to be happy in Jesus, you have to trust and obey. Trust and obey. And there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. As you are facing these situations, you are praying, you are praying, nothing happened. Tempted to quit. You could get discouraged and think it's never going to happen. No. Just keep working. Keep being obedient. Keep praising God. Keep thanking him. And be humble yourself before God Almighty. He will lift you up. We need to be humble. In all these challenges we are facing, we need not to be angry or annoyed with God. He's God. He knows what he's doing. He made us. There's nothing in our life that is hidden from God. And the scripture tells us that our times is right in his hand. He knows the days, the hour, the minute, the second you will depart from this world. He will know. Keep on walking. Don't give up. Go by, go by what God promised you. If you say, today, my business is still low, keep on walking. People at work are still not treating me right. Keep on walking. God sees your obedience. He sees your believing when you are discouraged. He hears you praising when you could be complaining. He knows everything. Omnipotent God. Yes, the lepers, they keep on walking. With all this humiliation, with all challenges they face, they still keep on walking when they listen to the voice of the Lord. Just imagine if you go to somebody to help, then say, hey, just go to that street. Go. You know, that's all. Go. 
Are you serious? Why are you telling me just to go? You don't tell me, why am I going? As a human being, we'll begin to ask questions. What are you saying? But the lepers, they didn't ask Jesus questions. They kept on walking because they believe who he is. We have to believe who Jesus is when we are praying to him. God is not mocked, and God is not deceived. Let us don't play with God. Keep on walking. Whatever situation, problem you are finding on your way, in the society today, in your working places, your married home, in the family, keep on walking. God is in you. He will handle the situation and listen to his voice. I believe you are about to walk into your healing today. Today is a World Communion Sunday. Walk into your freedom. Walk into a grace path. Walk into abundance. As you keep walking, today to come to the altar or to take the communion, we are walking. Jesus is our all high priest. We are walking this morning to meet him, to surrender ourselves, to cleanse us, to wash all thoroughly for our iniquities and to take all our gifts away. Don't relent. Keep on walking. Fix your eyes this morning to him when we are coming to take this communion. That is the blood of Jesus. That is the body of Christ that was broken for us on Mount Calvary. Don't just say it's all night wine. Who told you? Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. That is why he said to us this morning. We must keep on walking towards that. He said, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, he proclaims the Lord's death till he comes. That is what he's telling us this morning. As he told the disciples, the, the, the ten lepers, go and show yourself to the priest. So over the world communion today, Jesus is presiding. He is there telling us, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Keep on walking towards that. That the body of Christ is in my life. That the blood of Jesus in my life. If God is for you, who will be against you? Nobody. Yes, this morning, as you keep walking, you are going to see God in your life. As we are taking that communion, this morning, we are going to see God in our lives. Sometimes God wants to see if you are going to trust him. He has an agenda. Sometimes we may cry, oh God, oh this, oh that. He knows. He's looking at us. But he is God. This morning, are you going to believe when you don't see any sign things changing in your life? If you just keep walking, praying, and expecting Doors are going to open for you. If you keep on working at the lepers day, pray and then expecting God Almighty 
we open that door for you and I. And when the door is closed, God will open another door for you. He is God. He has plans for all of us here. God is going to do it supernaturally. Things that you couldn't make happen. That is what he always do. Just keep believing. Keep expecting. Keep doing the right thing in his sight. I believe and declare that as you keep on working today or in your life as the lepers did, you are going to see healing this morning. You are going to see favor and you are going to see promotion in Jesus' name. Our Lord Jesus has so many ways to solve problems. And this was the one of the ways that those people problems were solved. Go and show yourself to the priest. And he tells us to take his body and the blood. That might be one of the ways the problem, our problem we solve, our sicknesses, our disease might be taken away from us. Or the victory to have success, joy, promotion, peace in our life. Keep on working. God bless us all. Don't be late. Keep on walking. Amen. Amen. This morning, um, as we enter in time, into a time of communion, I'm going to ask you to follow along. Um, the long version of uh, communion. I will be reading the, let, uh, the words in red, and you will be reading the words in blue. And let's remember that all of our brothers and sisters of all religions around the world today are celebrating World Communion Day. So let's think about all of them around the world that are celebrating with us today. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and good and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. 
By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor, glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. I would now ask if the communion stewards would please come forward. Um, Magnus and Jennifer are going to help serve. Remember, as you receive the bread and the cup, um, everyone here is welcome to take communion. You do not have to be a member of the Bell Church. You are welcome to offer cake um, as uh, the bread is passed around for the feast, and then we will all take a piece of bread together, and then the cup will come around to you.
that we all eat together the body of Christ which is given for you and I. Take and eat with faith.
the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for you and I on Mount Calvary. Take and drink with faith. Shall we all drink together? a stronghold to the needy in his distress, a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat, Isaiah 25, 4. I would like to thank Larry Hilbert for reminding me of this story and handing me this this morning. A storm can inspire fear. It can also inspire a famous hymn. In 1885, Swedish minister Carl Boberg wrote and published a poem, O Storgut, or in English, O Great God. The poem was set to music but remained relatively obscure. In the 1920s, an English missionary, Stuart Hine, who was serving in Poland, heard the Russian version of Boberg's poem sung to a Swedish melody. Russian version of a poem sung to a Swedish melody, okay. And was moved by the poem. While he was ministering in the rugged and beautiful Carpathian Mountains, he was inspired to modify and expand the words of the poem in English and to make his own arrangement of the melody the result was, how great thou art. Hein composed the first verse when he was caught in a thunderstorm in a Carpathian village. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars and I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. He wrote the second and third verse soon after, but did not add the fourth until 1948, when he was back to England a year later, Hein published the hymn in his own Russian gospel magazine, Grace and Peace, which was circulated among refugees in 15 countries. British missionaries began to spread the song to former British colonies in Africa and India. It also found its way to the United States, where it was officially copyrighted, published, and recorded. Within five years, it appear its appearance in a single magazine, How Great Thou Art, was one of the most popular hymns in the world all because a missionary saw God's glory in a thunderstorm. God is the creator of thunderstorms. He also is our shelter from the storms of life. How appropriate we close with this song this week, with the big storm we've had and with everything going on in the world, and it is Worldwide Communion Sunday. So let's all stand and sing this great hymn, How Great Thou Art.
Gibson, I want to draw your attention to Jude, verse 24, which is going to be our prayer. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to bring you faultless and joyful before his glorious presence, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, might, and authority from all ages past and now and forever and ever. Amen.